Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Welcome back, everybody. Friday, December 31st. Wow, we made it. Well, I guess there's 12 more hours. For still, yeah, don't, don't count your chickens. There's, there's 14 more hours for an asteroid to strike. So, you know. <laughs> but so far, it looks like and, we made and, it. And arguments here and there as to whether that would be preferable. Well, that would be preferable. <laughs> um, today, a uh, lot of COVID. Because there's actually a lot of news. Um, then we're going to get into a little bit of a Swalwell thing. But there's a lot of COVID. Actually, Cliff, there's even more than I realized. Um Let's start with sort of the softer stuff. Um, Ron DeSantis seems to be kind of missing the Florida governor. Yes, um, um, that's an interesting yeah. one that we should discuss. Yeah. Because, yeah, yes. His staff, now mind you, mind you, his staff thought the politically best answer they could give to cover his ass was that he was on vacation while Florida is exploding with COVID. So if the best answer they could give that they thought was politically palatable was he's on vacation, in other words, he's just like fucking off. Yeah. People are postulating that maybe he's uh, in the hospital with COVID. That's what my guess is. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, or and actually even better, Cliff, too. In, because in a great created, old Republican yeah. tradition, he's on the Appalachian Trail. Well, but think about it. Sir, what, what, I don't get the joke. Come on. You don't remember Sanford, the one that, like, fell in love with the Argentinian woman, the governor of South Carolina? And like he fell in love, and and nobody knew where he was because he'd flown down oh. to see his mistress. And the uh, <laughs> and, and, and the response they gave when they asked when people, uh, even his own staff, didn't know where the fuck he was, or he, their response was, "He's on the he's hiking the Appalachian Trail." Hiking the Apple. I feel like Joey from Friends, where he makes everything sound sexual. Hiking yes, the Appalachian, Appalachian Trail. Trail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it sounds so <laughs> vulgar, um, but. Uh, but yeah, so DeSantis is missing. And honestly, I could just see actually, it's actually rather brilliant from a Trumpy way. What not only do you say he's on vacation, because that's like the best thing you could say, but also it creates a mini scandal because you know people are going to complain that he's on vacation with COVID, like the, the liberals will. So you create a little mini scandal that totally deflects from the fact that exactly. maybe, maybe he's not on vacation. <laughs> you know? Um, so uh, another piece of good news is Peter Hotez, who you CNN watchers will recognize kind of the, uh, he's funny. He's a, a doctor, professor, MD, PhD down in like Texas Children's Hospital, one of the, some name like that. And he's got like the frazzled hair and glasses. Very nice guy. And he is very prolific on Twitter about COVID and everything and just gets beaten up. The right wing hates him, hates him. The right, he is the preferred victim of the right wing trolls. I'm not sure why. So I'm always kind of weighing in with him going, ignore them. <laughs> you know, they're trying to get your go. Yeah. Um, but listen to this, though, news. So Peter and his team down in Texas created a COVID vaccine with some new kind of thing. It's done better than some of the other vaccines. And they now are offering it to the world patent free for free. And the first country that is uh, doing an emergency authorization for it is India that they're working with. How cool is that? It actually, it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Patent free. Wow. I mean, kind of amazing. Well, patent free and free. I mean, <clears throat> right. Free being free. the key part. Yeah. So kind of cool. And of course, important because not just, you know, let's be good humanitarians, but the variants, the new variants are coming from places that are unvaccinated. And a lot of developing countries, 
well, they don't have the, they may not have the infrastructure either, but they sure don't have the money, you know, to get the vaccines. And we kind of hogged the vaccines. I mean, I understand why we had to. It's our government's priorities to help us first, but all of us developed countries hogged the vaccines, so there weren't any for the developing countries, and they're just too expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was kind of cool. I just want to throw that in as good news. Um, there's a weird little story I wanted to mention, Cliff, and then let's jump into all the. And then I'll throw the House GOP thing to you because really horrific thing from the House Republicans on COVID. But Madison Cawthorn, I want to play you this. Let me just play you this clip. OK, Cliff, before I even explain what I think it means, although what I think it means is accurate. Um, Madison Cawthorn the other day um, has lately been a Republican representative from North Carolina, super, super Trumper, but also doing a lot of things that Russia would be happy with lately. Which is a little strange. <laughs> Which I mean, you know is obviously just coincidence. Totally, totally coincidence. Like the fact that he was married to a Russian woman who he apparently met through a guy who he met at a Russian casino. Oh, not necessarily. Not necessarily Russian woman. We think she was probably American or something. She oh, wasn't Russian. Russian. We don't know she was Russian. No, no. We don't. Are we sure? Yes, I'm sure okay. that we don't. My mistake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I always thought we were okay. In any case, the rest of that still holds. <laughs> Um, Correct. Some weird Russia connection that we talked about on the last show and and very weird, very weird story. But also he's been talking lately a lot about how U.S. troops are weak and Russian troops are so strong and the Russian media has been eating it up and broadcasting it. Well, today he's talking about Ukraine. And as you all should know, the Russians have 100,000 plus troops on the border with Ukraine they are clearly preparing to invade. The question is whether they'll invade or whether they're just going to get concessions from us or whatever, because that is part of what they're, you know, the game they're playing. Yeah. Um, they've already they've already taken Ukrainian Crimea and claiming it as part of Russia. They invaded. They already kind of occupy the eastern part of Ukraine anyway. And um, in any case, so yeah, I'll say this quickly. This is not yeah. like, and this is not to say, you know, I'm not going into the old. They're, you know, they're Nazi Germany, which one could argue. And some of the things they've done, they're not hugely far off persecuting gays, Jews, going after, uh, uh, you know, some, going after Muslims and, and, and what right. they've done in Chechnya. And I can go on and on. But but it, more in a, a strategic way, this was the this was the Nazi Germany strategy. Right. Like grab the Sudetenland. Oh, and yes. you know, then grab Austria. If you go in one, eventually they just like fuck it, right? And they invaded. But in, yep. and, and they invaded a country, Poland, which had treaties with France and and the United Kingdom that were going to inevitably lead to war. Although Hitler apparently thought he could convince the United Kingdom to join him, you know, white Protestants <laughs> unite and such. Right. Um, but but the but the point I'm trying to make here is is. They're doing it in a evil and yet smart way strategically, yep. the old frog boiling in the pot thing. Whereas yes. if Putin were to just invade everywhere else, the, the EU would be like, we're going to launch. Yeah. We're going we're to fucking destroy you or whatever. Mutual assured destruction. But by doing this, oh, we'll grab a piece of Crimea. Yep. Oh, now we're going to grab some of Ukraine. Oh, yep. he's doing it in that way to try to yep. get away with it. And so far is mostly. Yep. And they're making he's making the same. You'd have to remind folks better than I, but he's making the same arguments that I believe the, the Nazis did about how, well, you know, the Ukrainians in the East, they're pretty much Russian nationals anyway. It's so exactly it's really that. it's really right. And, and oh, not only I need to invade, but I need to invade because there's so many problems. They're getting attacked and I need to I need to protect our nationals who aren't being our ethnic nationals exactly who aren't being right. protected by the Ukrainians. Right. I mean, what they you know, exactly. I mean, Hitler's part of his initial sort of plan in terms of the places they went into were places where they said, well, they're ethnically, you know, German. We're just defending Austria. them. And like, yeah, 
Well, like, yeah, Sudetenland, Austria, I think, you know, Alsace, Lorraine, and some of those areas, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's you know, and it's not to say Hitler's the only one who's ever had that playbook, but most famously in the last century. Yeah. Like, that's that's what, what I mean, if anybody who thinks Putin, Putin has said it before, he wants to bring back the Soviet glory. He doesn't care about the yeah. communism stuff, and let's all be honest, the place wasn't really communist after about 20, 30 years in any real sense. It was, it became a, an, a, a plutocracy, you know, an oligarchy where there were those right. who were friendly in high positions in the party who did great and everybody else who starved, right. <laughs> you know, like that's what it became. And that's what, what Putin wants. So, I mean, it seems pretty clear he wants to get the old band back together again. Right. And he's trying to do it as way he can, you know, as much of a way he can without yep. getting reprisals from us or others. So, so here is Madison Cawthorn weighing in about Ukraine. It's packed full of lies. It, it's the whole thing. We're, we're going to go over this because there's you'll, Cliff will immediately catch it. Hopefully the rest of you will too. There's like 10 lies in this thing. Hold on. Action. Uh, we're hearing a bipartisan call for the uh, idea that we could put troops on the ground or that our fleets inside of the Black Sea could rain down destruction on, si on the Russians. This is asinine at best. When these people believe that we're they're fighting in the late 1900s against the USSR, who is completely prostrate and not capable of being able to defend themselves, we would be fighting right against their doorstep and their seat of power. We've been fighting in a sandbox and in caves for the last 20 years. Meanwhile, they've been creating hypersonic missiles which could sink our entire fleet in the Black Sea. Let's 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 get a few points wow. here, okay? So first of all, Oh, the Soviet Union. They were pushovers. They couldn't do anything, Cliff. They had no military power. Did, 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 was I correct in hearing him say the late 1900s? Can you yes. say that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So let's yes. start with he's a fucking moron. He's a fucking and moron. Yeah. You could yeah. say, I think he was trying to say the late 20th century. Yeah. Um, the late 1900s yeah. would have been like the Sino Japanese War, whatever that, 1903 or four. Does he mean we were involved in that? Like, I, mean, well, just, I, just, you know, I was trying to figure that out too. I heard him say late 1900s and I kept saying, it sounds like you're talking about the 1800s, but, but right. it's, yeah. But so but, he, he, yeah. he meant the 20th century. He's just an <laughs> yes. idiot. But let's okay, get to so we'll get details. past the fact so, that he's dumb. To so, the Soviet Union, Cliff, was the Soviet Union in the 1980s powerless and unable to defend itself? Completely. <laughs> I believe they had the largest military on the planet. Um, they had thousands and thousands of nuclear weapons equal to ours, right? I mean, again, like I mean, they, they had they had spy craft across the world. They had a huge military budget, which eventually is part of what dragged them down. But they had a huge military budget yeah. for which they, you know, for uh, um, nuclear weapons for the military. They lost but gee remember they had enough military yeah. to invade and fight in afghanistan for eight years yeah. or whatever it was they launched that i believe they launched that war in 79 was it yeah so yeah no not they had not more so than enough for world war three they were not i forget the whatever word he used not placated like planched whatever prostrate. word he prostrate, even the way he yeah. used the word prostrate is not how you would use that word but oh we don't God. even get into that yeah. So so first of all, lying about the Soviet Union, there was something and we're going to get to the end part last, but there was some other lie at the beginning. Oh, yes. There's there's a bipartisan coalition in Congress that wants us to bomb the hell out of Russia from our ships and put American troops on the ground in Ukraine. What is he talking about? Uh, he's I making mean, things up. He's making, And it's a wonderful Russian talking point because he's out there saying, look how the Americans want to warmonger and, and yes. blah, 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 right? The I mean, capitalist pigs are the bad yeah. guys. Russia's not a threat. Well, then what was he referring to, Cliff, when he was talking about America wasting its time the last 20 years going into searching in caves in the region? 
Yeah, gee, I don't know. There was that thing that happened on those date that date that was like a nine and eleven in there. Nine ten, nine twelve. It was somewhere like that. Uh, I know because I was there. Um, the caves. The caves. In, the cave reference specifically is what. Well, we were chasing Osama bin Laden, and we were going cave to cave for a lot of because that because he was hiding out. Bingo. Even though we eventually found him in Pakistan in right. uh, in, in a home that he'd snuck into, but but essentially for a while there, and. If, we we don't want to go through too much of this. There's a yeah. part called Tora Bora, yeah. and if we'd done our, we'd done our, our um, if we'd Bush. done uh, if, if George W. Bush hadn't sort of said, hey, let's go let's go off to Iraq instead, and we'd concentrate on that, chances are we yeah. would have gotten the guy and killed him there. Yeah, but they had other things yeah. they wanted to do. But the thought was that Osama bin Laden was hiding in caves in Afghanistan. That's what he's referring to. Madison right. Cawthorn is suggesting that it was a waste of time and a crazy policy and a huge mistake for us to go and search for, capture, and kill Osama bin exactly. Laden. Now, right. Cliff, now, again, what, what would be the, the message? If a Democrat said this, I, they I, we, they would, they'd already be in Guantanamo, probably. This was several days ago, Cliff. It's or already deported. gone. No one's talking about it. And here's side. the thing, and I think it's important to say. I mean, um, he was referring the caves part. And, and granted, we always have to write off some of this is that he may not have been purposely referring to anything because he's an idiot. But at least taking the words out of his mouth um, at, at face value. Yeah. And he was saying in in the caves and everything that was a clear reference to us going after the Taliban yeah. uh, who were who were hiding Bin Laden, members of Al Qaeda who murdered three thousand of us. Yeah. Uh, well, that's more actually if we're talking yeah. about the embassies and things of that nature. And um, you know, and specifically the top ones, Bin Laden and, and his henchmen around him, Zawahiri and the rest of them, Al Zawahiri. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, so because at least if he'd said, "Well, we waste our time," you know, in Iraq. Argument can be made. Yeah, in fact, yeah. I make the argument: we wasted blood, treasure on something. Madison Cawthorn's party pushed uh, yeah. in an, an unbelievably stupid, and counterproductive, and destructive. Yeah, way. he and could have even been said, much more successful in Afghanistan had we not moved right. everything to Iraq within the even said, year. Right, the strategy in Afghanistan was awful, which it was. As far, I mean, again, one yeah. can argue that how we did it. Right. I mean, we, we you go in right away. To me, you go in with an elite force. You're not trying to nation build, take over a country. You're trying to take out. You don't even necessarily trying to take out all the Taliban. I get they're awful. I don't want them in power either. But we can't be, you know, we can't be in every country doing everything. Right. So so to me, the, the strategy should have been elite forces going in and pummeling, you know, key top members of the Taliban who were who were aiding and abetting Al Qaeda, all of Al Qaeda, including Bin Laden, and we concentrated on that more intelligently. I have a feeling we could have been in and out of that place. We'd set a six month limit and gone in just like bonkers the yeah. first six months. I yeah. think we, you know, six months yeah. within a year, we could have gone in, caught yeah. this guy, either killed him or put him on trial, caught the rest of them, killed them or put them on trial, took out the few top members, Mullah Omar and the others that were aiding and abetting him, and then you know it's up to Afghanistan to figure out their future at that point. At least we gave him an opportunity to, but but but, but that's not again. That's not what he. I just want to make it clear that there are yeah. actual critiques of what we yeah. did. Yeah, he wasn't doing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> he was saying we were wasting our time in general going after Bin Laden, after a guy that mass murdered America. Yeah. The day that we, I mean, not sure what else to say about that except for you know fits in with with the treason in general. Um, I mean, it's, and it, and it, as again, you and just again, said, the messaging, the messaging. Um, you know the the as you just said like. The, the the problem here is, um, you know, is with all of this is that we just we don't follow up on anything. COVID, corruption and coup. Yeah, it's it's really easy. Right. Yeah. Coup. 
what do you do when you're in a coup? Well, that's treason. What's not wanting to go after Bin Laden? I mean, yeah. these are easy things yeah. to connect for people when you've said oh, that. Like TV commercials, Cliff. On 9 11, 3,000 brave Americans died. Madison Cawthorn. <laughs> and then imagine what the next line is, but something about, you know, uh, America. Oh, no, first you'd have to say, and America spent years going after the man who mastermind. We caught him, we killed him, right? Madison yep. Cawthorn says that was a mistake. Well, frankly, that should be a broader like narrative about all of these guys. Yeah. We should make them all pay for what he said. But but I mean, my God, whoever's running against Madison Cawthorn, and I think in the end, unless we get some sort of a miracle in North Carolina, they don't have a Supreme Court that like in a, in a the, you know the thing is like in a couple states it hasn't been talked about as much because we're looking at the worst case scenarios and there are a bunch of them, right. but Michigan right now. Because they managed to get through on re- via referendum, I believe it was hmm. um, a a nonpartisan committee will now have one of the most fair maps in the country. They're going to undo a lot of the gerrymandering Republicans did, right? Ohio, because we, we because and I've given David Pepper, who I had hmm. on before, my friend, who was a former ODP Ohio Democratic Party chair, he made it his business to prioritize the Supreme Courts because they were siding with Republicans so often here and screwing us. We won three out of four of those races over two cycles, and now we have three of the seven seats, including the chief justice. Oops, let me turn off my phone. Who is a Republican, but a uh, an actual old style Lincoln Chafee type moderate Republican who's who's always ruled against gerrymandering. So we may actually be able to save things in Michigan, Ohio, and some of these states. But then there's others like North Carolina and Wisconsin, whatever, where we just you know they took back a seat. I believe they have the Supreme Court in North Carolina. I think we're screwed. So I don't think Cawthorn can be thrown to a fair district. So I, I guess I, this is my way of saying I don't know if he can be beaten, but we should be running in every race and being the shit out of them yeah. and holding them accountable in every race no matter and what. Ho- and what you do is you would hold – it's already been two days. You would have already had a press conference. You would have had 9-11 parents for truth or some such thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? 9-11 survivors, 9-11 – Widows. Mm-hmm. Oh, widows, widows, 9-11 widows for truth, Cliff. And you would have already had a press conference of these people saying, and they would be holding up, you know, th- uh, two foot by one foot or two foot by two foot pictures of their loved ones who died. And they would be, and there'd be a big picture behind of the plane hitting, if you really want to get crass, of the plane hitting the World Trade Center. And you would be saying, Madison Cawthorn thinks my son wasn't worth it. Madison Cawthorn thinks, yep. I mean, the... And, you had, and a big thing of Osama bin Laden, actually you'd have a bin Laden next to Cawthorn. I mean, you would, and then you'd go to every member of Congress and say, why are you not, why are you not, you know, how, do you agree with Madison Cawthorn that we shouldn't have held Obama, that it was a waste of time to go after bin Laden, that we shouldn't, I mean, that, that he shouldn't have been held accountable, that we shouldn't have killed him? Oh, no, oh. I mean, uh, there's, uh, and, and that's just some of it. There's and you don't let it go. So and you don't let there. it go. Oh, by the I'm sorry, the, the last thing is, and this now dogs him throughout his entire campaign. You fund people like they did with David Brock. You fund somebody to set up a little group and they dog him. And maybe they dress up as Osama. I don't know. That would be kind of funny. Oh, God, dressing up as Osama and going, thank you. <laughs> now, liberals would get upset with it, but too bad. Thank you, Madison. I'm your number. I'm voting for you. <laughs> I'm your number one fan. <laughs> Again, the liberals get mad. Fuck the liberals. We need the we need to get people in the middle upset here. And you just dog that son of a bitch to the campaign. That's what you would do if you were a Republican, and every Republican and the news would love it, and every Republican would have to repudiate him. There you go. Yeah, pretty much. That's what we're looking at.
We, but, Cliff and I again, promised we weren't going to do another We Suck podcast, but it kind of went there. So, you know, I, I, <laughs> we, let's try to look at this one as we're giving advice. We're giving advice. <laughs> and we can move on. Always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> okay. Which let's is go, also let's ironic. Let's go to the next. Yes. Okay, so the next one is uh, House GOP, House Judiciary GOP. If you have the tweet, you can read it, or I will read it. Um, I'll read it. Okay. So, Happily, so yes, right uh, here. Yesterday, yes, yesterday. I don't know what time. Maybe two in the afternoon. Oh, guess what? They re- they de- they deleted it. Well, Twitter may have made them. I reported well, I it. A lot we, of people did because it's vaccine disinformation. But now I don't have it in front of me because it's gone. Okay. Uh, let's see if we can find it somewhere. I've got it. Somebody must have a screenshot. Got it. I'll just I'll just read it. I was trying to give you a chance to talk. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so all the, right. So the House Judiciary Committee, U.S. House Judiciary Committee Republicans, so their official Twitter account. They tweet yesterday. Mind you, this is the Judiciary Committee. This is like law and order. Who knows why they're tweeting about this? They tweet, if the booster shots work, why don't they work? Yep. Now, at its most basic level, they are telling people not to get boosters. They're telling people the booster shots don't work. Yeah. If the, so here's the, the actual tweet here. If, is the, if yeah. the booster shot works, uh, our friend Thomas Zimmer again, we keep talking about Oh, it. I know. I grabbed Thomas's he, thing. Yeah. Yeah. If the booster shot works, why don't they work? Yeah. And all that's yeah. doing, of course, is it, so. And, and I point this out often. It's one thing is bad enough uh, that they've created this whole sort of, you know, media media ecosystem where these people inhabit a completely alternate reality. And the, and you've got Alex Jones. I mean, we saw yeah. we brought up the fact that when Trump talked about getting the vaccine, even his own party, his own top people, Candace Owens, uh, Alex Jones, others ripped him and turned on him and, and attacked him for it because. Right. There, there can be no breaking with the strategy, which I'll explain what that is in a second. I tweeted that in there, um, but, um, but, but when an official arm of the Republican Party, or you know, and that means when any elected official does this stuff, and that includes Marjorie Taylor Greene, as painful as it is to realize she's an elected official, or Lauren, Lauren Boebert, or any of them, when they push this stuff, when official sort of Twitter accounts or press releases or you know, statements from, yeah. you know, different groups, whether it's the, yeah. the National Republican Senatorial Committee, whatever. This is an official group, the House, the Republicans yeah. on the House Judiciary Committee. This isn't Tweeted just a this nut out, ball. Yeah. Okay. And they are encouraging their own people to yeah. die. Stop fucking pussyfooting Who? around it. I'm so tired of people not saying the, the truth of what they're doing because it's obvious now. John smartly says, as many would, like, I don't get it. They're killing their own people. Yep. But that, but what they have determined here, especially after they saw what happened in Virginia, where people are sick of the pandemic and sick of having kids having to stay home, and that helped get that, and among other things, helped Glenn Young can get elected. Is they have determined that it, that if that Joe Biden promised to come in and improve or solve COVID, yeah, and if they can make things so bad that he hasn't, yeah, then. They can blame him That's and try to doing. turn that into an anti-democratic wave in 2022, where they just really take back the House and the, and the Senate in large numbers yeah. enough to, you know, I don't want to get into everything they'll do because we'll get, we'll can talk about that in another podcast. But the point being, they their calculation here. So you say, well, well, they're killing their own people. Well, those are the only people that will listen to them when they tweet that kind of garbage out. You're you listening to this aren't going to listen to them. I'm not going to. John isn't. The only people they can reach who actually trust them, which is yeah. what makes us so evil, are their own people. And so essentially, this is we're going to, and I'm going to use the proper words here because this is what this is. They know what they're doing. We're going to mass murder 
our own people, our own yeah. voters. And the the calculation is is that we'll that yes, we'll lose we'll lose a few percent here and there yeah. because of it. Could even cost us a house seat or two. Mm-hmm. Could even cost us right. a Senate race somewhere. But in the end, if we create a Biden's terrible failed look, you yep. know, inflation, supply chain, you all still have COVID, he's awful, throw all the bums out, wave, that they will still be the beneficiaries yep. of it. And the evil part, of course, of that by many, many lengths is the fact that there is the only equation that they're doing is an equation that says how many people of our own people, and I yep. wouldn't be surprised if they hired bean counters. Quite yeah. honestly, statisticians to sit down and do this. Yeah. How many of our own voters can we kill? Yeah. But still, but still, and, but still, and, win. and still overall, yeah. you know, if, again, if we lose a hat here, see, so, you know, where I'm sitting in Ohio, a classic example, yeah. you know, Trump, Trump won by an artificially larger margin here, but, in, you know, in, in, and so does Sherrod Brown on the other yeah. end. But if you, if you really take everything into account here, normal mm-hmm. elections, Republicans have about a three point advantage in Ohio, maybe two and a half overall. And they may, you know, Tim Ryan, who sort of has a lot of Sherrod Brown's qualities, fits in well at like a biker rally, held a lot better than Josh Mandel or J.D. Vance or those dorks. He may hold on to some of those, some of those mm-hmm. sort of, you know, working class voters. You just need a few, hold on to a few extra percent of them and win the Democratic, rest of the Democratic coalition. You can win here. Tim right. Ryan may end up picking up a, a, a seat in Ohio, but they're still calculating. It will cost us enough other seats in enough other places where they'll be able to knock us out. That because because of the wave, or even if a few percent die in Ohio, <laughs> if the wave turns against us, Tim Ryan still won't be able to win. So so again, I don't want to. I'm, I'm taking too long here. Let me just sum right. it up. Yeah, yeah. There's no morality that even exists in this equation. No. Killing people is like nothing to them. Yep. Now, okay. Can I give you a TV ad now? Sure. The Republican Party, they're willing to kill their own people. Imagine what they'd be willing to do to you. I like everything about that except for they're trying to kill their own people. They're trying to kill say. their own people. Or or though, well, they're yeah, you yeah, they're killing their own people. Imagine what they do to that you. That one works too. The only reason I threw willing in is because it had more of a sense of um it's it's intentional. They're trying to do it. They thought about it and they said, sure, I'm willing to kill my own people. It's not just they're killing, because killing could be through negligence or whatever else. This is literally they chose to kill their own people. Imagine what they would do to you. Who aren't one of their own people? Yeah, I just would make sure that we, point. whatever. I, I agree with you. I just would make sure the language is as straightforward and strong as possible yeah. because what they're doing is it is so morally abhorrent. It, it, is, I don't know that there's even a, a, a again. But and, and let me just say quickly, like the ad that you just said. Think about the truth of what you just said. Yeah, it's good messaging for an ad, but that's what we're dealing with here. Yeah. Donald Trump, I mean, when he I talked mean, about it, blue versus red victims, remember? Right. He literally I mean, didn't care about it. They started it with the tax cuts. Right. But it, the difference is, is that we have sat around and, again, stupidly made that argument and just made it about Trump. It is all of them. They are all Trump. Bingo. It is who they've become. It yeah. is their party. It is their brand. It is who they are. They are evil fucking people who are willing to look that's, at nameless, faceless too, people and murder them. So that they too. get power. Yes. No, think about That's it. Think about thing. think about a series of ads that literally go just that and say, Yes, Donald Trump is gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why right. do people keep talking about him? He's gone. The problem is Trump has now morphed into them. 
Trump I is mean, gone. Guess what's happening? They're still trying to kill people. Right. In a party where the outsized voices are given to Madison Cawthorn, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, you know, Louis Gohmert, Jim Jordan, and the rest, this isn't hard. There's more than enough people. You oh. don't have enough time in a minute-long ad to have to, to, to sort of explain why the Republican Party is a danger to your life, is a danger to our national security, Cliff, guess does who not care about judiciary? anything but power. Who runs the House Judiciary GOP, Cliff? It's either Gohmert or Jordan. I don't remember. It's Jim Jordan. It's Jim Jordan. Yeah. Easy. And by the – oh, here's something. And if Who knows? Follow, maybe he forgot and tweeted that out and forgot it wasn't his personal account. <laughs> well, listen to this, though. Imagine that people had listened to Cliff and me, and for the last year plus, people had been going off on Jim Jordan every day about all the horribles of Jim Jordan. And then this pops up, and now you've got a story because everyone's been telling you about how bad Jim Jordan is, and now Jim Jordan is trying to get people – I mean, Jim Jordan's a bit bad anyway in this. But, like, it, it adds one more layer to the ongoing story. It, it's right. how you do it. Well, also, when you make sure that everybody – like hmm. is you know constantly is um hears is exposed to the things that these awful people say they can't just walk them back eventually yeah, yeah. you know what i mean they can't just yeah. then like then every time they try to say something in a general election to sound relatively normal you he just remind everybody yeah. what he's he's good he very likely would be the judiciary chairman he yes. would be the committee mm -hmm. chairman on one of the top committees this lunatic who we spent every day talking about but we didn't and who now literally is telling people vaccines don't work and trying to get them killed there's your fucking ad they come back to power and this guy is running one of the top committees in congress yep this guy who told people not to get vaccinated yep. da -da 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 -da. but i mean it's so fucking simple it's so fucking simple, but we're going to hang our hat. We're going to do the most messaging we've done on a bill that isn't going to pass. That's the one we're going to sink all our messaging into. <laughs> Again, not our fault. Manchin's an idiot. Congress is, you know, Senate split 50-50. But still, no one's talking about all the earlier stuff Biden did. I had to, I mean, Cliff was able to list it off, but I had to literally go read some articles and go, oh, my God. Like, for example, the, the, uh, the paycheck protection stuff. I was like, that was last year. No, but, but, but I'd like to point Biden out that. Too. I'd like to point out that I've I forgot a whole bunch of things that were was done that was accomplished, especially by that COVID bill. I'd forgotten even there you about go. checks that were sent out, whatever. I remembered that they'd gotten, you know, gazillions yeah. of vaccines out there and all this stuff. Yeah. I've forgotten plenty of things they've yeah. done. I've I've forgotten plenty of good things they've done that aren't even in those two bills they passed. They've done all sorts of positive yeah. things. Yeah. And I can't even name that many of them because I don't have them in front of me all the yeah. time. But I mean, executive actions they've taken, the what you know, and 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 the problem again. The problem is like most people don't follow this stuff. I had the reason I knew more about what was in the infrastructure bill is I actually that was one of the a group on the on the left that hired my firm to do TV ads for them last year. So I read up on right. it more. Right, right, right. You know, like I mean, again, I was able to do right. it, but I think I said to you at that time, you asked me to name five things, and I named five, and I said to you, if you'd said six, I couldn't have done it. Right. <laughs> I don't think I can still right. name all five actually right now. Oh, this is hilarious. Around the same time yesterday. Oh, this is fucking great. Around the same time yesterday, the House Judiciary GOP responds to a tweet by ABC News that says, just did, amid, amid a record-breaking surge, the U.S. is now averaging more cases per day than any point in the pandemic. And the House Judiciary GOP responds, good job, Joe Biden, right after telling people not to get the vaccine. That's by the way, they they're all doing this, and we're not holding them accountable for it. They're that's all what, that's the thing. 
is when they do the, the yeah. when they say these awful things and yeah. and you don't yeah. make sure that there's a record that people are reminded constantly whatever then they have credibility when they go on and say the next stupid thing because everybody yeah. has forgotten you yeah. know and they and they still can get i mean there's just no way these types of figures should be allowed on mainstream television and we should have already made it made them so toxic that they can't be, but we haven't. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's Again, not uh, it kills that me. fucking hard. It's really I'd not. Say actually, relatively easy. Yeah. We just uh, throw my hands up in the air. I don't know. I don't I'm do know. A TikTok. I'm doing a TikTok on this today. I'm so pissed off. Um, so there were other. I'm looking here. So, but the Peter Hodes thing was good. Um, actually, there were some funny cartoons and stuff too. Mike Lukovich, who we love, Atlanta Journal Constitution. Yeah, that was a cartoon of um, Joe Biden in front of the White already? House. Oh, no, there's a different one. Joe Biden in front of the White House with a mask on. It says Joe, and a big fat redheaded guy with a beard is pointing at him, going, "I won't wear a mask and won't get vaccinated. And why haven't you ended the pandemic?" It was just a cute <laughs> little. Um, I saw oh, and then too, yeah, and then Toure shared. Well, it's funny. He just saw a tweet, but he rewrote the tweet, which was not nice of him. You don't share tweets by by stealing the content. You share tweets by retweeting the tweet. But nonetheless, just saw a tweet saying both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated can catch COVID. A doctor responded, both Serena Williams and I can play tennis. Right. <laughs> I've seen other, other forms of that, which is yeah. both Tom Brady and I can throw a football. You know, I yeah. mean, it's like, yeah, that's the thing. And, and they do. I, I, I tweeted out something the other day about um, being in favor of. And, I, and to me, it's just common sense, and I'm kind of pissed we haven't done it, frankly, which is mm. mandating vaccines for air, air travel. Oh, I, I, I honestly think, yeah. I think we should yeah. do it for air travel. I think we should do it actually for a combination of things. All Amtrak, all air travel, because those get federal subsidies, and then, um, uh, and then any interstate buses and trains of any sort. It goes between states. The federal government, again, has – Oh, great. Interstate commerce or whatever, yeah. Yep, and I would, uh, and and you would help. So, so, so you know, I don't know. Some right winger, I'm sure, <clears> some <throat> followers saw it, and all these dumbasses showed up. You know, <sighs> like dozens of them uh, to call me names and to do stuff. But what I find always interesting about that, beyond <clears throat> the misspellings and things that I find funny about them, is like you can tell what their talking points are. You know, you get me, and so many of them, it's clear that's one of their talking points that that, that they showed up with. Well, you can you could just as easily get uh, co- you know COVID. Uh, you know you could just as easily get it now uh, if you have a vaccine as if you don't. It's like no, that's actually not true. Um, you still are less likely. Oh well, you know it doesn't make a difference in the end. Everybody's getting you know everybody's getting sick. It's breakthrough. Blah, blah, blah. You're like no, here's who's in the hospital. Right. I mean, it, right. they're just you have to sit there and and you know I don't waste my time with it, but with most of them. Every once in a while, I find it instructive, uh, hopefully instructive for people, whoever follows me, whoever sees it, to kind of throw some stats out there. Because Mike DeWine, our Republican governor, mind you, our conservative Republican governor, he's just the only difference between him and the DeSantis and Abbott's is he's not an insurrectionist. He's not literally, right. you know, someone trying to overthrow our government. He, he, he's somebody who traditionally was a conservative Republican and still remains one. So we had a better COVID response to some other things. Well, he read through the stats as he encouraged people to get vaccinated the other day. Right. Uh, he still won't institute a mask mandate in our schools, uh, which drives me nuts. Uh, my school, kid's school, has one, so I think we're lucky. But and he he gave out the numbers, and the numbers came into a simple thing, which is essentially ninety three percent of the of people in hospitals right now are oh yeah for COVID. correct it is seven percent 
of, of those who are there are vaccinated. I'd there love to also, hear even further breakdown on yep, who yeah, had their on. booster versus who hadn't. But even more than that, of the 7% that are in there, I'd be willing to bet you any amount of money. Virtually, And I'm not saying this makes it okay. It doesn't. Um, um, but virtually every single one that is in there is over the age of 80 or immunocompromised or both. It's just people our age in our group who are relatively healthy who are not ending up in a hospital. They're just not. You know, I mean, but yeah. No, I mean, of course it's good. It's awful that anybody is. I mean, especially, you know, look, I've got an 83 year old mom, so it doesn't make me happy that people that are vaccinated and boosted can end up in the hospital with this thing. Yep. You know, or even die. But you know, I'm not saying that. But my point to you is, it, it is that's what's so frustrating about this. Is of all the healthy sort of folks who are middle aged, younger, whatever, got this thing, it would be over because nobody yep. would be going to the hospital. Yeah. Um, yep. Oh, actually, oh, I was seeing. By the way, uh, some other data that came out yesterday was that since April, when vaccines were finally open to all Amer- all adults, um, the of the people dying from COVID. 90% were unvaccinated. Only 10% were vaccinated. Wait, say that again? 90% of those dying from COVID since April have been unvaccinated. There you go. Oh, yeah. I, I, you remind me, I should have said uh, the, the stat that Mike DeWine gave yeah. was since June 1st. But just so I'm oh, being... Okay. But just, to, yeah. Some um, people know, but yeah, so since again, April. Now, mind you, the, that, bad, the bad guys go, 10% die. And it's like, well, yes, but again, years do old, the fucking you know. odds and think of again, even yeah. if you're oh, even if you're in your 70s, 80s, 90s, yeah. even if you're immunocompromised, but do the odds on that. Do the odds on nine out of right. every ten people who who, right. are, who die from this. Well, clearly, you still might die else. with a seatbelt on. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that their arguments are so patently stupid that you can tell it's all tribal. Because in any other area of life, if somebody came to you and said, "If I give this to you, you 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 have only a one in ten chance." Of ending up in the hospital, you know, or that's not how this breaks out. But but yeah. that ninety percent of the people that are there in the hospital don't have this one. Let's call it like this M M&M and M that you eat. Here, here's an M M&M. and M. If you eat this, you, yeah. that then you're you are that much less likely because only ten percent of the people uh, who eat these die. end up in the hospital, whereas ninety percent of the ones. You were significantly less likely to die right. if you eat the 7M. Right. Would you eat right. it? Yeah. I was mixing it up with the Ohio 93 7% yeah. thing. That was hospital. I mean, point being, yeah. you're, so you're in the 90s. Decrease. That's all you need to know. Right. You do it. Of course you do it. It's why yeah. you go to the doctor. You know, I mean, certain doctors have, have put this, you know, out there right away. They're like, I well, don't understand. It's not 100%. You come, you come to me one you, you followed my advice and come to me when you have a cough, you know, and you have a cold oh, for stuff. You, you followed my advice on, on, on what I tell you to do every year at your checkup. Why don't you follow my advice on this? Well, there is a and chance again, this surgery may not correct the problem. Well, don't do it. And, and the, the problem is, is that, again, we've talked about this. It's yeah. they, They've learned this stuff. This is basic psychology. And they learned this as far back as the 40s, 50s. I guess I learned a lot from from. What the spy craft and psyops and stuff during World War II when all this stuff was getting modernized. But what, what they know is, and, and the first guys who seemed to employ this were the tobacco industry. It could be wrong, but I think it was them. And then later, you know, became, you know, that later, of course, the climate change denial, gun right. violence denial, whatever. I think there was, what was the book? I think it was called Manufacturing Doubt was the famous book on the tobacco industry. And essentially, if you could split people up, you knew that if you could just convince what, you know, even a smaller percent of, of the lunatics, the people that you would convince, the people that would be with you tend to be louder, more unstable, right. angrier. And so they make a lot more noise. 
they, they cause a lot more trouble and they help you resist what it is that you don't want, which is regulation. And so that's what we've got going on here. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not that, that sadly, and, and you know, it's all the same people that fall into the same yeah. buckets who are convinced yeah. of the other garbage too. I just I mean, it's, it's exhausting at this point. There's a 90% chance that this procedure and this treatment will cure your cancer. Fuck Which you. It's not a hundred percent. It's not a hundred percent. Fuck you. I'm dying. If somebody said that to you, you Maybe. would take any fucking okay. thing. 90% cure rate is, would be, would be a miracle for cancer, right? If somebody gives you that, you're in pretty oh damn God. good shape. Right. And yep. you'd go, no, there's 10% of the people who don't. Bottom line is, here's this your is a thing. cult. It's a cult. Right. It's a cult. Here's the thing. What if the Republicans, for some reason, like here, political gain, didn't want you to take that cancer cure, what right. they would set out to do is right away say, oh, it was invented by liberals. They're not telling you everything about it. It can end up harming you more than yeah. not taking yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, you know, they got, they got some of it from aborted stem cells. I mean, yeah. They would find all the ways, like they have here, to manipulate their 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 idiot friends. Aborted Marxists. Would, that's the, that's what I've always tried to point. Once yeah. anything enters the political arena, it becomes a us versus them thing, and that is yeah. always what they're searching for. Yeah, but why? I just it's but there is still something that it really does boggle my mind. I'm there. I guess it doesn't boggle my mind. I was telling my mom yesterday. And I was saying my my thesis, which generally is that. From a Republican perspective, their their President Obama, right? Their President Biden, well, almost their president because Trump's coming around slowly. But but you know their political leaders, their Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, their CNN, Washington Post, and New York Times are all telling them this stuff's true. This vaccine's dangerous. It has not been tested, and it doesn't work. If, if CNN were telling you that and and at Obama and Pelosi and Schumer and the New York Times and the Washington Post, I'd be like, Jesus Christ, this vaccine doesn't work. Actually, you know what yeah. it is, Cliff? You know, what, you know what it is? It's Iraq. It's Iraq. Yeah, that of course. Julie, Ju, Ju, what's yeah. her name? Ju, 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 Julie. Remember the woman? Yeah. Judy, Judy Miller, Miller. Judy Miller. Judy Miller. But it's it's you trust your trusted news sources. And if they tell you something, even if it's wrong, you believe it. Okay, but I, so why, I still would bring you know, up two things there. Yeah. Well, one thing more than anything else, which is hmm. there are times when the news media has reported stuff, Iraq is an example, where I did question it. And there still are times Fair when enough. I do. You, yeah. you, you have a mind and I have a mind and our listeners have minds where we believe in critical thinking. I don't accept anything that I just – you're right, that once it became numerous sources I trusted. Yes, but once it became them, Obama it and Biden and It would Pelosi be hard for Schumer? me to – right. Right, but CNN if there are disagreements from any other figures who were mainstream figures, if there was, I would take yeah. it seriously and try to figure this out for myself. That's first of all. I mean, right. a classic example is, you know, with the CDC, right? Like they're saying this five-day thing right now. I think it's insane. In the other direction, it seemed insane to me like six months or a year ago, you know, yeah. and I did stuff to make people feel comfortable because I'm not a dick. I want to, I, I believe in the public good and we all live in a society and I want everybody to feel comfortable, Right. But there was literally no evidence that unless you were standing right next to somebody for an hour that anybody was catching this thing outdoors. You know what I'm saying? And yet people on the left took it too far in the other direction. And again, taking it too far being safe, there, uh, when I say right. it, I'm just trying to describe it, I don't care. There's no problem with that. It's much better to take too safety too <sighs> far than it is to take. Yeah. So I don't. it wasn't didn't bother me. I'm just saying. I read it in a lot of places. I saw stuff, but then I saw the studies and I was like, nobody's getting this thing outdoors. Like, yeah. you know, we're, so I, I, I'm not saying like, I, I'm not conspiratorial. 
but I also don't just accept what's given to me. Like I ask questions and yeah. I think you're the same way. And I think a lot of people are the same way. But granted, but, it would be a lot tougher if every all these sources we relied yes. on were all saying the same thing. That's the thing. But you know what? You know what, John? That that takes away these people's agency and turns them into victims, which some are, some especially who are older or whatever, but many of them, they chose to turn oh, these yes. specific yes. news organizations into their trust. Well, correct. Then you go all the way back to why to they even that. trust them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a lot of the reason why they trust them is because they say things they like to hear about yeah. who, you know, who's, who's superior and who's inferior and, you know, and all these sorts of things. So I still you know, can't let them completely off. The, no, no, no. You, you know, know what's fascinating to me, Cliff, though? I, I, I mean, I know and, and when we get there, I'll say hmm. quickly, finish your yeah. point. When we get there, yeah. it's a great segue into the Swalwell thing, which I think will be the last thing we cover. It will have to be because I've got to go yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he was dealing with one of those types who was convinced and convinced. And then by having a conversation right. with him, suddenly the guy heard other opinions. He was like, oh, you're not exactly right. at all what they tell me you are. Right. Go ahead. Finish your – I mean what fascinates me with this is that of all the predictions we had of Fox News's impact, I, this has gone so much farther. That we are talking about, and I say Fox News, but I mean it more broadly, the Republican elites in Washington and the states, you know, the Republican politicians, the uh, OAN and all that crap, that, you know, we always thought of them lying about issues and it affecting us politically and electorally. I guess I never really thought Fox News was going to be pushing for a civil war, pushing for to overthrow our democracy and literally pushing something like this, where it's something at risk of killing millions of people, like vaccine. Den- I mean, science denial, not science denial. We know they're that way with, with global warming, but that's a whole different issue. It's a little more attenuated. You know what I mean? Like people are going to die, but they're going to die in a hundred years. This is right. like right now that I, I just, I never thought it could get this bad. And they're all tied together, of course, because it's all the misinformation, but it just, it's a whole quantum level higher of damage that I don't think I believed possible, which again takes us back to the discussion with Thomas Zimmer and what I kept saying, which is I just feel like we're not even prepared to deal with this because each day is still a shock, even though we're not surprised, we're surprised. I, I still so, am. I'm still trying so to figure this out. Thing. I still can't believe that so they just decide well, let's let our people die. I, I just that's the thing. And, and, and I guess the problem is is that as ugh. cynical and as I think well educated <sighs> on who and what we were dealing with, as yeah. John and I were. We've said these same things since we never thought that they would be okay with their side mm. literally jumping into bed with Vladimir Putin. And we were right. shocked. I mean, after all the anti-communism yeah. from the right, yeah, anti-Russia, this and that, it's been one thing after another like this. And I think we've had sort of, I think we've all had a big lesson in sort of human dynamics, um, you know, and, and you know, yeah. greed and these, because what where we screwed up is, do we think that most people, and this is where we should have gone back to the Nazi lesson, you know, the book mm. ordinary Germans, right? People that were just right. every day going to work, like, oh, I guess they're transporting more Jews. It has nothing to do with me. Um, you know, like the, who allowed it to happen in Germany, you know, that the problem here is, is, is when you <clears> sort of get group think and you get the sort of Stanford prison experiment, if you know that whole thing in there and some right. of these things where people are pressured, where people who suddenly feel strong, decide that, well, now I'm going to act like I'm strong and uh, all the rest, is that when you combine all that together, the sadism, the careerism, the, the you know, these things agreed that you just needed a few figures at the top to be that evil and the yeah. rest would go along with it because if their yeah. status, if their money, if their whatever was threatened, and that choice had to be made. It's like you, you hear again and again, all these folks talking about it. I mean, Adam Kingsinger mm-hmm. is brought up, all, you know, right. Pete Meyer, 
who voted for impeachment, another Republican. They brought up all the Republicans who said behind the scenes that they would that they think Trump's crazy or they think Marjorie Taylor Greene's crazy, but they're scared of taking on that part of the party either for their personal safety or because they don't want to lose they want they don't want to be voted out of office, you right. know, or or that kind of thing. They don't want the harassment to deal with it. I mean, that's the part that that I don't know if anybody can get right as much as you study history because I've studied a hell of a lot until you live through it which is yeah. how many otherwise, you know, not great people. I'm not claiming that some of these Republicans are, are nice people, but people that generally believed in the Constitution and what they were doing, whatever, would just roll over when a couple of, of people above them said roll over. Yeah. That's the disheartening thing. Yeah. Yeah. In I, any case, I don't think I'm going to have time to discuss the Swalwell thing. Okay. We'll do Swalwell next time. Basically, there was a yeah. kind of a nice a nice story in a way. Somebody was telling Swalwell that he wanted him dead or something and was DMing him on Twitter, private messaging. And Swalwell just started engaging him like, hey, this is Eric. Who are you? And the, the guy, guy basically totally, eventually apologized. The and, guy apologized you know, and melted. It was very it Do you was remember Sarah Silverman did that once with somebody? I tweeted about that. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, it's again, some of these people, the problem is, is that they're brainwashed. When you get down on a personal level, it's much harder for them to hate you and to sort of look yeah. at you as a one-dimensional figure of hate when you're talking to them or you're right in front of them. Yeah. It's it, much it easier is a lesson just... for how we should deal with them, but it's hard because I have a hard time you know, know. approaching it that way. But it is kind of interesting as lessons go of saying, you know what, maybe, you know, maybe. Well, some of us need to do that, but you some know. of the time we also just need to win over the people we can win over. We can't have conversations with every member of their crazy cult because we yeah. don't have the time or resources. Yeah. But yeah. in any case. Anyway, oh, very interesting, though. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, Cliff, go do your family thing. I shall do that. Cliff and is uh, maybe by around. next time we'll know where Ron DeSantis is. I know. Where in the world is Ron DeSantis. Okay, guys. Right. We Take talk me. later. Bye. Bye.